0: Ho, ho, ho! Welcome back to Idol Talk. Tis the season to be K-Poppy because 2020 is ending with a bang. In this episode, we reflect on the past year and how the industry and us has changed and adapted to this new normal. We discuss the groups that thrived and the ones that barely survived. And to close, we share our personal highlights in K-Pop from this past year. With that said, let's get it!
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Idle Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture, one obsession at a time. If you're listening, uh, on the day that this is released, it is close to Christmas, and we wanted to wish all of our listeners uh, who celebrate uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, we thought in our introductions we might go through um, a Christmas wish that uh, each and every one of us might have. Um, so I guess I'll go first. My name is Nathan. My Christmas wish is that we get a formal release on Spotify <gasps> and streaming services of yes. uh. dot, 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 from oh home, rearranged version. We need
0: it yes. Yes.
1: to get through yes. the winter. SM, hear our cries.
0: Hear our cries. I want to sit by my crackling fireplace while chestnut's from home. Roasting. Yes, chestnuts roasting in my fireplace while from home rearranged version plays and drowns out my own vocals. Yes,
1: I have no other Christmas wish.
0: And I'll, wow. Uh,
2: That's
0: a good Christmas wish. All right.
2: Ashley? Hey everyone, I'm Ashley, the editor for Idle Talk, and I have two Christmas wishes because I couldn't decide, and I'll be fast. <laughs> One of them is that stray kids win wins on kingdom? Like, I'm just gonna leave it there. We don't have to have any further discussion. The second is that Jamin becomes the leader mm. of the new NCT fixed unit.
1: I can see it Ooh. happening.
2: I would love that because they keep making him talk and do the thank you acceptance speeches on the award shows. So I think they're trying to groom him for a position.
1: We'll see. Hmm. Casey,
0: right? Um, I'm Casey, and my Christmas wish because it's still December and I'm still a shower. <laughs> I'm shower twenty four seven, but I'm still I'm a shower more now more than ever. Um, is for the announcement of the shiny comeback. I desperately need a new shiny like single or title track concept photos and how they're men you know like minho he's a man <laughs> <laughs> and i want to see that translated in the concept photos and music videos that they're gonna be putting out that's my christmas wish
1: all right thanks casey and then we have
0: santa lee suman please wow
1: so many lee suman wishes he's busy okay <laughs> 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 um and then we have uh, our subunit gabe
3: Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe. I'm back, and my Christmas wish is something that actually, if I think about it, has been a Christmas wish or just like a wish for the past two years, and that is for Dreamcatcher to get a first win. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. They haven't. Yes. They haven't yet.
3: They have not. <laughs>
0: So weird! Wow.
3: It is a crime
1: against humanity.
0: We I'm just gonna say that. We need
1: more first wins, period. <laughs> we need more first wins. So I,
3: I know we need to spread the love. Yes, we need to honestly. spread the love. We need to yes. spread the
1: love. I agree. <laughs> Dynamite 31st win.
0: <laughs> Dynamite
1: 60th win. <laughs> like, like three years later, Dynamite still winning on Music Bank, and like. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for those introductions and Christmas wishes. Um, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at IdleTalkPod. And rate, review, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and also Pandora. If you have any feedback that you want to send to us, uh, you are free to email us at idletalkpod at gmail.com. And as we mentioned in our last episode, we launched a new content directory, idletalkpod.com. AI, and that is not a scam oh my god
0: i'm so sorry no i'm not sorry uwu it was worth it
1: right um and as you know one of uh our our almost last episode of the year we wanted to kind of review what 2020 in the k-pop world has given to us and uh, I'll go ahead and turn it over to Gabe, who's going to kind of give us a synopsis or an overview of some of the observations that he and Idle Talk Pod has kind of um, observed in this unprecedented year.
3: All right. So, first of all, the disclaimer: I am not the foremost authority on any of this, and of course, we have our biases, right? It's true. I know a lot of us are end-citizens, and that,
1: sh- that lens to the world. <laughs> You're not wrong. Just as long as we recognize our biases.
3: Okay, but anyways, um, 2020 definitely was packed full of changes to the industry. Um, there were a lot of bad things that happened, and then some quote-unquote good things or silver linings, right? And then through it all, I think there's still a lot of things in K-pop that are Pretty much exactly the same as they were before the pandemic. Um, so, some of the things that we lost in 2020, like live concerts, um, variety show content, like Idol Star Athletic
1: Championships. Mm, you're right. right. Mm. Did oh anyone God. else Cancels miss that. that? I really missed it. Yeah, I miss we love that.
2: that. I I watched it.
1: Like previous ones.
2: <laughs> no, I watched the esports one. What? The one that oh. they had on the roof of the NBC building.
1: Oh. Yeah, it didn't happen during COVID, though.
2: No, it did. They had, they had a virtual like oh. PUBG. Oh, maybe that's tournament. that's the
1: only sport that they could do now.
2: Yeah, v- yeah. sports?
0: Yeah, but sports. everyone
1: loves the like, archery.
0: Like I know the relay. Oh, I was yeah, I was thinking like I want relay content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see my idols running like <laughs> with their chests out. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Can
1: you believe? Can you believe that um, the last concert that Idle Talk Pod went to was Super M back in February? No, we went to ITZY I know. No, ITZY was in January. It was before. Wait, was it? ITZY was before? ITZY was before. Oh. Anyways.
2: Maybe we should look at the content directory to see when it was.
3: (laughs) 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 Sorry, Gabe, go ahead. Anyways, um... So, yeah, more recently, people have been getting sick. A lot of idols have been getting sick. I know the two members of Everglow, uh, a few members of Uptension, and then also Chungha. So we wish them all a speedy recovery. Um, But then through it all, there's some silver linings we got, right? We can have more virtual content. We get access to more things. Like, Nathan wouldn't have been able to go to the Mamas in person. That is really true.
2: That's true.
1: So but
3: we now got now you that. can
2: say you did. So And now you don't ever have to do it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go in person one day, but I mean, I know that's yeah. like basically impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but
3: through it all, right, these things changed. But the industry on the whole, I think there are still a lot of things that have been exactly the same as before, right? We still have these so-called scandals that pop up every once in a while, <laughs> Hyo and Kong Daniel break up. Lucas is smoking. Irene is mean. You know, <laughs> yeah, these things yeah, yeah, happen. Yeah. And they're still kind of pretty trivial in our eyes.
1: Well, but... what's up with that headline about Hwasa and Jimin? I want to know what your thoughts are about that. That's
0: just... That's a rumor. Thank is
1: you. it dispatch Thank or you. not?
0: So, no, it's just one of the rumored dispatch announcements. There's like a list of 10 that's floating around like TikTok and Twitter of the so-called list of the dispatch dating That's going to come out, like, January 1st. Jose <laughs> Yeah. And does it make sense? I don't think so.
2: I Not... would be down for a Jim and Hwasa-ship.
0: I mean, obviously, I would be down, Jim, too. Jim but, I, but I just think that Hwasa Hwamin? is, like, such a bad bitch.
1: Yeah, she is. Like, she would break. Yeah, Jimmy. I don't know if Jimin could handle yes. her.
0: Maybe he likes that. Yeah, I honestly did he not likes think that, that, he that Hwasa it a would bit be in his like realm of options. Mm. Scope of his, yes, his scope. But also, I have believed that Jimin is just like for everyone. He gives friend. me the vibe that he thinks that he's for everyone. So maybe, maybe this patch is gonna fucking drop a bombshell. That's on That's gonna us be the I'll biggest be, bombshell. Words.
1: If if it's true, yeah, yeah. Keyword, if it is if true. If it's true. Yeah. We, don't, we don't spread fake news on this pod. Yeah. Sometimes. yeah, um, maybe.
3: So some other things that I think have remained constant, the political nature of K-pop, as it always has been, right? This year, we had MBC and Big Hit get into a spat. They even took B- uh, BTS and other Big Hit people off of the music chord chart for like an hour or two.
2: And then yes. ARMY, like
3: ARMY hopped on it real quick they were like NBC like put them back and then of course they're back on I mean
1: they're for, like, crazy $10. NBC is crazy for doing it like they know how powerful these fandoms yeah, are the- on social media like
0: what were they thinking like
1: that- I don't know <laughs> like I, don't know. I mean it's also their own fault for like not having a triple crown rule like if that is- like <laughs> that's their own fault like they could make their yeah. own rules for their music shows if they don't want someone to win like 10 times in a row then you do what Inky Gayo does and say three times and you're out. Mm-hmm. So, MBC, that's on you. Yeah.
3: Uh, what else happened? SM and Mnet made up magically. No one really knows what happened there. Um, and then, of course, there's still the whole attendance issue at award shows and at music shows. Um, a lot of people on Twitter were saying that, like, at the Mamas, the boys and Stray Kids mm. were there just to promote Kingdom. But yes. they weren't really given anything else other than that, so
1: mm-hmm. still questions swirling around that. I will also say, um, like as it relates to the mama, since we're kind of looking backwards, is because I watched the in- almost the entire thing live. Like it was very interesting. It. it- Like, the groups that weren't there stood out to me more because you're watching them. You're like, oh, when are they going to make an appearance? Like, also, like, there were no audience pans this time to see which idols were in the audience. So it was really a question mark as to who was present. Unless you had watched The Red Carpet. Um, But they didn't didn't show that Mm. to us. Um, But I was like, okay...
0: They also didn't show you guys that all your idols were waiting in the parking lot like little hope.
1: I had no idea they were in parking lots until we started talking about it in our group chat. Right, so we didn't know where these people yeah. were waiting. We didn't know who was in we had attendance. No waiting rooms. <laughs> <laughs> the actors did. Um, so two biggest snubs of the night for mamas. I mean, no attendance at Black. For you know, no attendance from Blackpink, which was weird because they got some pretty big awards.
2: Yeah, where are they? Was, what are they doing? Like, so
1: it wasn't a YG haven't spat. Haven't they been before? I don't think so, but it wasn't a YG spat because treasure was there. So I was like, what's going oh. I was like really confused as to like why they wouldn't I don't know if it was like an MNET thing or I don't know if it was a YG thing, right? So um and then No It'sy like Itsy had some of the yeah. biggest bops of like 2020.
2: That's true. And
1: like if we're talking about like not giving enough time to go groups, Itsy definitely deserves a stage. Like at But Weekly got an award. But Weekly got an award <laughs> and got no stage. <laughs> mhm. So I'm like what is going on here? Like
0: I would like to sit in the the room of these companies and find out what is the thought process with some of these decisions clout what do you mean clout it's the not going to a, an award show is like well, the opposite of clout well they chasing. didn't go
1: because they didn't get anything i think but what would the interesting conversation oh yeah they'd
0: just be chilling in the parking lot for yeah <laughs> i was
1: like why would they go because they're not awarding me so why would i why would i show up right yeah but the like the black well i think one you
3: I think you have to get invited too. So, like for ITZY, at least, like if they weren't nominated for any of the things, they probably didn't get an invite right. to begin and with. Right. And they
1: should oh, have. I, see. I mean, like Wanna Be and Not Shy were two very successful hits. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so, is that why you're saying that the boys and stray kids were used just to promote Kingdom because they were invited and they were like featured or whatever, but they weren't getting any awards?
2: Yeah they, yeah, they were not okay, okay. in consideration. I think
1: the boys might have got something, but Stray Kids, I don't think, got anything. I can't no, remember. they got nothing. Yeah, so.
2: yeah. I also think maybe Blackpink didn't show up because they would be competing for time with BTS.
1: But they should mm-hmm. get the same amount of time,
2: what?
0: like, period. Why I don't know.
2: I feel like they're kind of equivalent Mm -hmm. in terms of status. I mean, obviously, BTS is bigger, but like they would just be that's just like a lot of big stages. And then they have all those those SM stages they need to. And maybe it just wasn't worth Blackpink's effort. You know, it's
1: possible.
3: I don't know. Well, Blackpink is busy, right? They might be doing other things like modeling and stuff
1: so. <laughs> yes but there is no bigger event than the mamas i think
0: jenny's at her dollhouse don't disturb <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry jenny kim put respect on her name
3: all right uh, all right Gabe. so the next thing i want so before i move on to the next thing is there any other stuff that we should talk about in terms of what's changed in 2020? due to
1: covid i think that you hit a lot of like interesting things at least for me like Mm k-pop is the main yeah i mean besides like concerts not being a thing right like i remember a lot of like k-pop youtubers saying this like back like really early on right like k-pop is already like an online phenomena because like Mm -hmm. we can't Mm -hmm. see idols like in person, normally, so mm-hmm. most of the content that you know we have to get is from online and social media, that's why it's you know K pop is such a powerhouse.
0: Oh, along that vein, there is something that I did want to talk about, and I feel like this is the most relevant that I'll get to it is you know, how normally like groups would have fan meets, mm-hmm. um, and that's their way of like connecting with their fans one on one. So this time, since obviously that's like a health concern, they're not going to do that. They did like the fan meets, like, they'll FaceTime mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and it's been, for the most part, like, from what I'm seeing online, it's, like, such a mixed bag of reactions, because there's some, con- like, people who are, like, so good at, like, connecting with their idol in that space where it's, like, a FaceTime, <laughs> Awkward. and they're, like, having fun, and they're, like, no, they're, like, oh, having okay. a great time, that great convo and stuff, and it's, like, really cute. I saw one from, like, Stray Kids. Mm-hmm. Uh Anyway... But there's also some that have been, like, weird. Like, there's, like, one I saw, like, some drama on Twitter because some girl wore lingerie uh, to FaceTime with her oh idol. Oh, no! So it's, like, the bubble problem, made him, too. Yes. So the we while we do have this unique access now in 2020 due to COVID, there's also been some, like, weirdness that's come from it.
1: Security concerns. So I don't know how
0: yeah. much... I don't know if the FaceTiming is going to carry on to 2021, given the situation. Like,
1: do you think that, like, physical, like, high fives and stuff, I mean, do you think that's ever going to make a comeback? I I just don't see it ever being a thing ever again.
0: Well, when I went to the Dreamcatcher um, High Touch... Mm -hmm. They gave me hand sanitizer before and after.
1: And this was even pre-COVID. And that was pre-COVID. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was, well, that was December 2019. But I didn't feel like we were just, like, gross people touching hands after one another, you know. But
2: right. maybe,
0: maybe it could, oh. maybe in, like, a few years. Or we just, like, air hug, <laughs> bow to each other. Who air hug with masks on. when I on. <laughs> hey.
2: yeah, yeah. Stray kids, fucking was in glass, February. and
0: we put our hands on either side of the glass. Oh my
2: god, that's so sad. That's so <laughs> fucking sad. <A> glass <laughs> I would honestly be it's down. Like,
0: it's like a prison visit. You have like a phone
2: <laughs> I would be down okay because it literally is the same. Because when I went to Stray Kids, it was in February, and so it was like COVID was. Starting the radar. to ramp mm-hmm. up, and mm-hmm. we all had to wear masks. We had they gave us hand sanitizer. They wouldn't let us in unless we had a mask. And then they when took we your temperature. F- yeah, that's right. They took my temperature, the temperature and then touch. when mm-hmm. um when we high fived, it was literally like that's it, just like a touch, like half a second.
0: Oh, I did a a hand hug,
2: <laughs> right? With I remember.
3: Oh my god i don't yeah
0: okay i'm calm
2: i think it'll come think back. of
0: red shorts guy oh okay
2: i think it'll come back because people people require human connection and idols do want to be connected with their with their i was gonna say constituents, <laughs> constituents. <laughs> that's not far off <laughs> um.
0: Well, you know, Ticketmaster is floating the idea of like having you submit whether or not you have like the vaccine or whether you've been tested for COVID and what your result is before you go to a concert. Well, I think it's a so big... maybe in that capacity, yeah. where there's like that f- that like firm mm. proof that you're clean, <laughs> then they'll have Possible. it. But. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it in the foreseeable future.
1: Yeah, maybe a couple years down the line when people have forgotten how big of a deal this is. I think it's going to be a memory thing.
0: Yeah. I would be down for a glass partition hand-to-hand touch. Uh,
2: Yeah, that's fine, too. It's like, I like it. (laughs) I like it.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. So what do we think about some of the groups for 2020? Any ones that stood out? Gabe? Oh, yeah. Rookie groups for me. Um,
3: I think... So one thing I noticed in 2020 is that we didn't really get, like, a really hard-hitting rookie group that rose above the rest. Um, unlike 2019, where we mm-hmm. had NC and like, 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 clear favorites. Like,
1: clear. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. None of this, like, not to bag
1: on weekly... I'm just saying oh my god no I congratulate them on their win for rookie no yeah it's a great accomplishment but I'm just
3: yeah there's like I've only been following this for like two years now so I don't know if 2019 it's ctxt was the norm or if it was like an anomaly you know like Hmm. is it are we Hmm. usually getting like really big rookies every year or is it it's a good question was 2019 like just a one-off you know
0: Would you think that the difficulty they've had in having the meteoric rise that TXT and ITZY had due to, like, the constraints of being in a virtual environment, like, how do you promote if you can't go on, like, every single thing, you know? Yeah. Or is it just the quality of the groups?
2: I think it's the quality of the groups. Okay. Because I think... It'sy and TXT, their comebacks were so like refreshing for the and they time. Were highly anticipated, I remember. Right. Like Itzy well, was the biggest coming up with a lot
0: of hype. Right. So,
2: but in comparison yeah. to, let's say, a long awaited girl group debut after like a seven year gap between Red Velvet and Espa, you know. I, that company has all the means to make a good debut and they didn't knock it out of the park like Big hit or JYP. So I think it's quality.
0: I think SM just has too many eggs in their basket right now.
3: Too many cooks in the kitchen.
0: Yeah
1: okay, so I'll <laughs> jump in here. I don't I don't know how I feel about Espa currently. But here's what I will say. There's and not much to feel about I, it. There's
3: only one
0: song. So we well, see that, <laughs> I well, like that's the like thing. Mamba, but I think that
1: it's a little bit it's too very It's very it's I think it's too early to kind of like say oh like they did well or they didn't. Because what I will also oh, okay. say is I and I mentioned this on the chat like I did see their their song charting and they were, there was only two girl group songs in like the top 20. Uh Lovesick girls, Blackpink, second, Espa. Like, for a really long time.
0: Oh, wow. This was, like,
1: bef- like um, before, twi- uh, I think, dur- even during Twice's comeback, like, I can't stop, right? So, it was, like, I mean, the charts are just incredibly competitive, right? And especially for girl groups, like, it's, you know, there's a lot of male group privilege, right? So, um, I think that it's too early to say. And, I mean, YouTube views do count for something. And they got to a- Huge views on on that. I think a lot of people are just inquiring, right? But the girl crush vibe does appeal to a lot of people. I think. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, well, yeah. for Espa specifically, though, I don't think they were helped in many ways by the controversy surrounding their That's true. debut. Like there was a mm-hmm. bunch of like plagiarism stuff that came up. And then, like, that dance move where they go on the floor was, like, almost a carbon copy of Itzy's dance move from Wannabe, but just, like, Mm -hmm. in the other direction. So, yeah, there's that. And then it's also, like, they released one song. It's like, if you're going to debut a group, you kind of have to, like, it's on you to debut a group well and to give them enough that we get to see the full picture, you know?
2: Yeah. yeah, they could pull a YG marketing tactic and release two songs every year. <laughs> That's true. They didn't even they didn't even go on with a B side.
1: Yeah, it was just yeah, Black that is weird. Well, when when you debut a group, you're not going to listen like, I think maybe like K-pop K-pop fans are going to listen to the entire thing, but no one else is going to listen to anything other than their title track. Like, that's all that's going to be performed. That's all people are going to talk about. So.
0: Let's see if they do better next
1: year. Yeah, I think that we'll just have to see. Because I think, uh, like, what I was saying, like, I think a lot of the YouTube views were just, like, people, like, hearing about them. Right? But yeah. a YouTube view like, what doesn't this mean, like, positive or negative. Right? It just means that, like, you're just interested. Someone Yeah, you're just it. watching. Yeah. Right?
0: So, I watch a lot. I watch random things.
1: Yeah and it doesn't like. measure whether or not you liked it or not per se exactly, yeah. right so i,
2: ha- I have mm-hmm. a question about sm so this is the first maybe it's not the first it's like one of the first sm debuts that i've experienced and sm seems to produce music at least title tracks that are a little bit more experimental You know, like, we didn't like dropping when it first came out, but then later it became a bop. So maybe, like, our expectation of SM hitting it out of the park with this rookie group was was not correct. Well,
1: here's what I'll also say about SM groups. Like, Red Velvet's debut was far from, like, this – like, Red Velvet was never, like, from 0 to 100 – and like, I don't think that that should be the expectation for like a rookie group, right? Who mm-hmm. so like a lot of SM groups, I think, mm, like, not going along with conventional wisdom of their groups always make it to the top immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, a TXT or an ITZY, like they journey. Like, think about NCT. Like, f- mm-hmm. like the seventh, it's not their the, strategy. The, the seventh sense, like, was a good debut but it wasn't a, like it wasn't like this thing where all of a sudden they're at the top of the industry they're barely getting to the top of the industry five years later through their debut right. red velvet had a- so they're in it for the long haul well i That's mean it, i think sm grips have always been about the journey and they're they never peak right away right unlike mm-hmm. What we're seeing, I think, for like an early career of an Itzy or a TXT, who are at like you know they're they're still at their top, right? And they mm-hmm.
2: they're setting the bar low so that it could be raised. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think
1: that there's there could be could be investment that could be made to for them to rise, but mm-hmm. like Red Velvet also didn't release an album. When they first debuted, it was just one single. Um, so I think that we'll just have to see. I just...
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I, I'm not a huge S-buff stan, like, as of right now. But I'm just saying, like...
0: You're an SM stan? I'm just saying, like, I don't know.
2: You have you uh-huh. have faith in the company that they will come through for these girls.
1: Uh, uh, well, personally, I don't know how I feel about vir- the virtual reality concept. Because that doesn't really appeal to me, personally. But it seems like it appeals to other like people. It. Yeah, it seems like it appeals to, you know, a lot of people. So, and again, Girl Crush eh. automatically gets more views. Like, people like that because it's more, like, mm-hmm. hard-hitting. Like, if you're going to show your friend a girl group, you're more likely to show them, like, a hard-hitting Girl Crush vibe than uh, Girl Generations G, even though that's Bob. Actually, that might be something that you should do. <laughs> but you know what i mean right like you're gonna show them like the oh shoot they're like fierce they're cool you know yeah but sorry i rambled
3: i think a part of it too is that a lot of the girl groups this year that debuted kind of went to went for a similar kind of sound with the experimental thing like signature a lot of their songs are just freaking chaotic and then secret (laughs) number it's the same thing Mm. um and so kind there of comes like a, a point mashup. It's like, yeah, it's like sounds like a mashup, but it's like, not really. But it's like, we're at that point where I feel like we're almost saturating the industry with new groups. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, like, Weekly, they have a similar sound,
1: too. It's a lot
3: to take in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, some other debuts that I mentioned. Of course, there's Hyphen. Um, that I know that a lot of people were excited about. And personally, I think they did a really good job with their debut. The song was good. Um, and I think the hype surrounding it was good. So we'll see how they do. But yeah.
0: I get my album this Friday.
2: Oh, me too! Me too! If you, get, if you get my child as a photo card, please give it to me. Drunk yeah, car. we'll
0: do our usual swap if yes. you have mine.
2: Yes, yes.
3: So does anyone have any other debuts they would like to mention?
0: I want to talk about Ghost Nine's debut. (laughs) I think that they came out really strong with great choreo, (laughs) great rapport, great chemistry, a powerful title single (laughs) song or whatever. And now they're on their second mini album, which is the follow-up to their first. And I forgot the name of their second mini album. But I just want to say Stan Ghost 9. And my, my son... Aspirite, my aspiring son, Kang Sung. I think he is cute, but I don't know fully yet if he's going to be adopted into my family. He's a
2: the foster, standards are high. He's a high. foster child. Right? He's my foster <laughs> child. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's interesting.
0: I just have like a tall family right now, and he's not that tall. So He's only
3: five foot, what, nine?
2: Wow!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hating on the short kings, though, because my fiancé is 5'5". And oh, speaking like, of short height, kings,
1: so. Moontail. Mm.
2: Oh, <laughs> short king Moontail. <laughs> he's, he's her family through marriage.
0: Yeah, he's my he's my. Son-in-law. I'm just going to say it.
1: So, like, what happened... Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> this... Okay, and I will talk more about this when we go over some of our individual highlights, but... Hichan has been experimenting.
0: Oh my god! He has
1: been going around <laughs> neither, different NCT <neither. laughs> members and being very close to them. And I've been sending Casey my evidence, and there are several members that I have candidates for. Ween Ween is definitely one of them. Yeah, Another one is that. Sung-chan. Really, really, really big candidate. And, um... I say this because Casey sent me this uh DM that said that John and Chan went on an individual dinner date and um Dispatch was taking pictures of them and I was like dang Chan is tall and then Casey basically goes like excuse me put some respect on Moontail short king's name and I was like wow oh, I'm so sorry <laughs> Wow. But to be fair, Hei (laughs) Chan also went on an individual dinner date with Tail that same weekend. So, what's going on here? It's true.
2: Wow. And
1: he's.
3: Hei Chan just loves those one on ones. Yeah,
1: and then he's like coddling (laughs) up with Ween Ween a lot as if, I mean, they have been separated for quite a while. So,
0: I guess it makes sense. But
2: they live in the same dorm building. Hei Chan is a homie
0: hopper. And that's okay. Well,
2: I don't. Okay i understand that you guys think this but i see it from a different perspective i see it as an sm is making Hatron work really hard yeah i've he- noticed he's yeah he's because the he's MC versatile. of almost every video that he's Ace. in and he provides that he's like a host he's and a bridge builder provides the comedy yeah uh-huh. So he's like literally a prime member in every single video that he's in. Ace. So I think I think ace. they're grooming him to do something. Mm. Solo. No, it's not oh a solo. They're going to put him. Okay, maybe this is a top conversation for a different episode, but they're going to put him in the secret group where, he, <laughs> where Jamin is the leader.
3: I bet the secret group is just going to be like the greatest hits of NCT. Like everyone who's like ace is going to be in that group.
1: Okay, well, that yes, that is I a conver- that it. is a conversation for some time. Else, and I'm sorry
0: that I <laughs> I just have put one last note on Hey Chad. Okay. Um, his hair has been through it this year as well. He's currently red haired now. I think I don't know. He's he's been sending random pics on Bubble, and they all have different hairstyles and colors. But I just want to say that his scalp is the hardest working scalp in K-pop. <laughs> Or one of the hardest it is, working I scalps. Think so. There's Mark I I would say Mark has a hard working scalp. Johnny has a hard working
2: scalp. Extensions.
0: <laughs> Johnny <laughs> yeah. Rip those that long hairstyle. I'm not Sad to see it go. I'm sad. <laughs> All right.
2: I'm
1: sorry that I curtailed. I I like took this conversation to somewhere, but the short King comment really triggered me.
0: Oh yeah. That got and far away. And <laughs> right I felt very, I felt
1: very inclined to say something, but we're going to talk about some of kind of like best bops of 2020. So, yes. So,
3: um, one thing I noticed <laughs> at least was that 2020, of course, was full of bops as always, as every year. Yeah, that's true. Um, And there really is something for everyone, I think, uh, except for the bubbly kind of summer song. Um, There wasn't really one summer song that kind of like stood out for me, except for nonstop. Yeah. But that was released in the spring. Nonstop was released in March. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yes.
2: Uh, How many times do you have to say that on this pod? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was sad
0: in their house this summer, so I can see why no one is like. They're like, where? Where
2: is this song going to get played in the club? No one's at the club. I think that next year, summer bops is going to go hard. Like, we're going to get like the queens. The queens of summer bops were unavailable. Are you talking about Red Velvet? Yeah, I'm talking about Red Velvet, and they released Naughty and Monster, which arguably was not a summer. Okay, but
1: let's be real. Sulky and Irene are not going to do.
2: I know they're not. They're not yeah, going to do They're not. That's <laughs> why I'm saying ba- ba- Red Velvet. Ba-
1: ba- ba- na- na- na. They're not going to do that. I
2: know. And that's why I'm saying they're unavailable. And twice, normally they come out with summer bops, but they were going through a concept change. That's true. So more and more Office was like. Culture. Yeah, more and more was a bop. Like that was one of my top played hits on Spotify. But it wasn't like the summer bop that we're used to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think that you're right. Like, uh, I think um, Casey was saying it, like, eh, we're not going to get summer bops in one year. 2020 is probably an okay year that we didn't get that many. Left and right... Uh
2: I remember the summer bops this year were, like, not really summer. They were all dark concept, and I remember being so upset about this because you guys know I fucking hate dark concept. And, like, why are we <laughs> having dark concept in the summer when we should be, like, having bubbly tropical house concepts,
0: you know? Because <laughs> everyone is depressed. I know. They went retro to compensate for the lack of summer bops, and instead we got a lot of weird songs and a lot of like repeat concepts yeah like i don't know why but everyone seems to be really into like the 80s or no not 80s 70s right now like across different entertainment companies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i'm ready to to move on
2: yeah
1: what do we think about some of the the year-end comebacks like the more later ones
3: well i think it's so, I, again, I've only been doing this for two years, but um, I know that Psycho was released kind of like mid-December or something, right? Um, and so I think we're seeing now more groups kind of trying to fit that same mold as Red Velvet, where they've released something at the end of the year so they can promote it at these like really big like award shows, have the year-end coverage, um, stuff like that. But it got me thinking that you have to be really popular in order to pull it off. Because, like, if Mm. you're weekly... And, like, singing an unknown song. You win... (laughs) Yeah, you win a mama. You literally win a mama, and you don't get a stage.
1: I just want to make... And so, like, if you have a comeback... Yeah.
3: If you have a comeback in your weekly around this time, you don't even get to promote your comeback at the mamas where you just won an award,
1: you know? So, I I just want to make it clear... To our listeners, that like we are really not roasting weekly. It's just been a point of comparison. And yes, mm-hmm. we'll work hard. We'll okay. work hard to get to know that. <laughs> Casey is like, no, we're roasting weekly.
0: <laughs> I have. I just think that we that. should be honest with our listener. Listener, singular. <laughs>
2: singular. <laughs> our one listener. No, we
0: have three listeners now. That's true. Yeah. So I think that, I think it's a
1: smart idea for, like you were saying, like companies that have established groups to have comebacks at the end of the year, right at the end, because everyone's getting so much stage time, right? That was Psycho's plan, like for sure. And I think like what you were mentioning, Gabe, like seems like Twice did that at the Mamas with their new song that was a hit, right? Everyone loved it um and then like i was mentioning in our previous episode with panorama seems like seems like that's a it seems like that's a good strategy
3: yeah, yeah i'm surprised we didn't have... get an nct something or other at the end of the year like
1: right okay now. the boys are busy all right that would be
2: so <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: i feel like we would that that has the potential to like have everyone flooding end of year with like comebacks or new content or new songs I mean um and then it would kind of be like weird like the timeline is so weird for me right now because whenever I remember that Psycho was just last year and that it's a contender still now in like late 2020 I feel like I don't understand how time works.
1: Yeah, yeah, it goes quick. It goes quick. I realized that after I started standing K-pop like fully, that my years go by quicker because every single week you have something new, right? But then you have like a recurring song that you listen to for the entire month. And then later like you just go on a couple of comeback cycles and then you're in a different season and you are like in a different (laughs) mode and you have new things and then all of a sudden you're midway and then all of a sudden like you hit fall and that's when all the crowded comebacks happen you're like oh this is so much but like i'm okay with it and then you hit your end That is
0: how i felt like i felt like everything was so quiet and like May, June, July, and then suddenly I got hit like a train with all these comebacks and activity.
2: I think that was a product of COVID though. Okay. Because that mm-hmm. there were a lot of groups that had world tours planned or just tours oh, in general right. that had to get canceled and they had to shift to produce music quickly.
0: Moment of silence
2: for all the concerts we were supposed to go to this <laughs> year that we could not go to.
1: What were those? RIP BTS. Mm-hmm nct x.
0: monster x monster some people are
1: going to AT's, right
0: nct yeah i was trying to go yeah. but obviously <laughs> well, never again i will never miss Eric a tour nom. ever Eric again Eric literally nom. you guys got rescheduled and right? then it got canceled and then he yeah. canceled it
1: he yeah. swore like the U.S. Ugh. wasn't going to get their ish together by August. And then
0: he ran back to South Korea with the swiftness. Yep, he ran back. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. A lot of people were doing that, right? Like, Jesse, Great Migration. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse's in South Korea. Yep. Who else? Uh,
1: Tiffany. Tiffany. Eric Nam. All of them. Amber Liu. They- well,
2: Amber Liu is back um, in Korea?
1: I don't know about that. She- yeah,
0: I saw her making... I thought, I, I thought she was. I saw her making content with, like, all the Asian Americans mm. that were back in South Korea.
1: All the Asian Americans that wow. were back in South Korea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, let me separate myself from my hyphenate yeah. Asian <laughs> Korean. I
1: mean, wow. they had to keep their careers alive somehow. Ain't nothing happening in America. No, I, I'm yeah.
0: not. I don't blame no. them. I don't blame them if... If I could go to, I would.
1: Right. I think we're going to transition into kind of our, our last segment, which is kind of like in... We'll just kind of individually talk about what were some of the highlights for you personally for the 2020 calendar K-pop year. And we'll go ahead and start with Casey.
0: Okay. So, like I said earlier, I have such a weird view of time right now. And also... I read somewhere that, like, depression can make you have poor short-term memory. So forgive me if I'm, like, missing some huge thing that happened this year. I promise I don't remember it. I have zero memory. <laughs> but what I do remember, I will talk about. That was just my disclaimer because I don't want someone, like, messaging us, like, in February, Casey said this was, like, the biggest thing that defined her year. Now it's <laughs> gone. But anyway, so for for me... Um, I just want to cover like my like the solos that I'm so happy came out of this year. And that's uh first off, it's Chang Min. Even though he broke my heart this year by getting married, I'm so happy that we got chocolate and we got silver hair and we got his chocolate eating finger-licking dance move (gasps) choreo because that was such a gift. Thank you so much, SM, and their choreographers. And Changmin, I really appreciated that dance Damn. move. And I think about it a lot. Um, another solo I'm happy came out this year is fucking Wonho.
2: Because, Why?
3: Oh, oh my god.
2: Casey!
0: I tremble before him.
3: Honestly, it's kind of predictable though. Like
2: I tremble think before about him, it. but in fear.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, sometimes fear is good. But Wonho is a fucking unit. And he's got great vocals, and I appreciate that his um, single was about, like, his fans, I guess. I always like when idols do fan service and appreciate the people. Oh, that he's about the Balenciaga. fan service, so it seems. Oh, he's all about the fan service. Like, there was one where they had him putting on a t-shirt, and they made it, like, they made the video in slow-mo in that moment, and I was like, what? What? <laughs> Have you ever, like, you know how people like wiggle into pants sometimes? Yeah. Monho had to wiggle into a shirt.
3: They probably gave him a shirt that was too small. Just they for that. definitely
0: did. Bless <laughs> twenty twenty for giving us. I forget
1: that <laughs> Casey and Gabe really—they're like mon BBs and they, yeah, we're just different.
0: I forget too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ashley just has this like <laughs> strange look on her face. She's just like, I decay.
0: She's scared of Wan Ho. I am scared of Wanho. That's, that's fine. I understand. I too am afraid of Wan Ho. I'm afraid of how much I respect he him. He works out
2: too much. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. I feel like he can crush me in his hand, yes. you know? Oh, is that He probably he can. He can.
0: He can um but my number one k-pop highlight of 2020 is getting my son hey chan Mm. back in february when nathan just wanted to prove a point (laughs) and in doing so i
2: forgot about that
0: (laughs) yeah we were it was like during super m weekend and nathan just wanted to prove the point to ashley that He's not making it up in his head that like Hey Chan and Tail have a thing. He showed me a video, and for some reason, I fucking like imprinted on Hey Chan. <laughs> you literally dead. I had never had, I never had a K-pop son before. Like Ashley was the one who started that stuff and was calling Jungkook her son, and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" But I totally get it, and I act like Hey Chan is my real child. My username on so many different platforms is <laughs> Hei-Chan's Omoni, and Ashley gave me a cup for my birthday, my quarantine birthday, that says Hei-Chan's Omoni, and Cody was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to explain that he has, like a, he has like a stepson somewhere out there in the world, and he was like, why are you always making me people's stepdads? Because I tell him he's also Sammy's stepdad. And it's just, you
1: also (laughs) bought a H on fan light.
0: I did. Oh, the bit, the H on fan light debacle of 2020. I'm glad that it didn't turn out to be a scam. You guys, if you've been in here this whole time and you have seen the progression of Nathan and I fucking losing our minds over whether or not we got scammed with this whole fan light thing. You, bless you for sticking through that journey and having the patience to come to this happy resolution. And I also have Hei Chan shirts that I like copy. I like always try to buy his clothes. I'm, I need to chill out.
1: I I think (laughs) Hei Chan is my favorite person in K-pop right now.
2: Aww.
0: You're his godfather. I would (laughs) revoke that title if you didn't say that he was your favorite person in K-pop right now. He's really good. Yeah.
2: He's so good.
1: <sighs> wow, I can't oh. believe that was only for see like see that's the thing with like K-pop standing. Like it's it could be like a quote unquote short amount of time, but it's a very like only K-pop stands it understand can it. You. It's like very an intense quick climactic journey. There's a lot that happens. Yes.
2: There is mm-hmm. a lot that happens.
1: Yeah. And like even again, like even one year, <laughs> one month, one week, like it's a lot.
3: I remember watching that video in February that Casey was talking about in our hotel room in the middle of the night while everyone was sleeping. Yeah. And that is when I had my epiphany. Thank you so
1: much. <laughs> eclipse, eclipse, eclipse. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, Casey. Very sweet dedication to Hei-chan right at the end. Um, Ashley.
0: Just, just Hei-chan.
2: <laughs> yeah. So... My highlight of 2020 can be spelled in three letters: yes. N, C, T. I think it, my obsession of them started even before Super M, because why would we even have that discussion if I wasn't into them?
0: You know, I was already. No, you were into Dream
2: because oh, we were walking around the
0: concert afterwards, and you and Gabe were yeah. holding your phones That's that had like right. that app that would like. I don't know what how to describe it. It was digital it just said, banners. Make NCT Dream. Oh yeah, yeah, digital banners. It said Make NCT Dream a fixed. Well, unit. Ashley, you were very no much. You were, you were very about. much into
1: One Two Seven prior to this year too. Like you love the Limitless album. You loved
2: like But I think I loved I so I think it started with Dream and you're right, Casey. And then after Dream was um Dream was like back in it was Don't Need Your Love no. is what converted me to Dream. And then after Don't Need Your Love, there was all of those end of the year stages with stray kids and NCT Dream. Then come spring, it was Neozone. And Neozone yes. changed my fucking life. <laughs> like
0: neozone also <laughs> changed my fucking
2: life it it was really like an eye opener to nct their universe their concept their members are you their, holding up their talent like
1: they are yeah. albums they're not mine they're the free ones that oh. we got from the I concert was,
2: oh yeah I'm,
0: i was like do you just have that on deck to look at sometimes
2: yeah You should give me mine because I want it. But anyway, so I just, I was just like changed after NeoZone and I respected them so much. And that's when, that's when I discovered how much content they put out. And even prior to like COVID, maybe that was around the time when COVID was first starting, Mm -hmm. but. NCT puts out a video every single day. Yes. And they don't put it out on the weekends. Maybe they do like V Lives on the weekends, but like actual produced content on the SM Town or like NCT Daily YouTube channel, it's every single day. And I think that's what captured me and like kept me in with NCT because they just like, they're constantly feeding me with information.
1: So, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in here, and this will be my kind of highlight too, because I have the same one as Ashley. Like when I'm looking at my history of K-pop in 2020, like I don't know what it's like without NCT. And yes. here, like I sound like I sound like this crazy Sijinie <laughs> who's like,
0: <laughs> like I do other things,
1: but like they have really really kept me in for 2020. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to sound crazy and say that they saved my 2020, but, like, it's pretty close to it. Like, when I'm bored, this is what I look, this is what I, what, what?
2: At at the mamas, I I was going to say at the mamas, Mark, he, in his acceptance speech, he was, like, 2020 was a bad year for a lot of people, but I hope seasonies don't feel that same way because you have us. Yeah, and
1: you know, immediately after I heard that, I was like, oh, 2020 is no longer a bad year.
0: NCT (laughs) was so powerful at the Mamas. I just want to, wait, have, I don't want to, like, wax poetic about it too much, but I wept at from home rearranged version and, like, at when they released the the music video for it afterwards I literally had a tear and I was like this tear is dedicated to Shataro yes. oh <laughs> I sent a yes. picture of it to Nathan, <laughs> my tear. And I was like, Nathan, this tear is for you. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I feel so bad for Nathan because he gets like the weirdest text from me sometimes. But I was like, you see this single tear at the corner.
1: Because <laughs> we were talking about Hyechan's vocals in that line. But like, oh, yeah. if we're that performance, like, you know, K-pop makes you feel a certain way. And there's a lot of performances that kind of take your breath away. This performance took my breath away. I don't know anything else for the mm-hmm. rest of December. Like mm-hmm. There was
0: like a before from Home Rearranged Version and then there was an after. Yes. Like there is such a distinct line for me between this performance and before and, it. And like Tail sustained belt into that freaking Hi he, they like changed the key and at first i was like wait we're not going up but oh
1: all of them so good. all of them and here's mm-hmm. what distinguishes nct from the rest of oh, the industry yeah. show me another group that did a ballad this year show me another group that at any award show can just stand there and command the stage like that no dancing no graphics no nothing just their mics nothing nct from home unit killed it. Like, and that solidified my emotional connection
2: mm-hmm. to NCT.
1: I don't care what they put out for the rest of their careers. Like, this is gold.
2: Put some respect on NCT's name, let's, listeners. Let's do a cover. <laughs> <laughs> no! like Nathan and I have been practicing our, on our
1: Patreon, okay? We just-
0: oh, okay, yeah. but, on Patreon. Um, but
1: Okay, one more thing about that okay. performance that I had was that I do want to give a shout out. I I love I love what all of them did. Um, I want to make sure that Chenla, if you're listening to this, we see you and we hear you because I do think oh, yeah. that he got the Why? least amount of screen time. Um, and I think that he got a little bit snubbed in just like the videography of it. So, uh, and I think that he does
2: Utah too.
1: So, like, he does Utah care also. about it. I, I don't know about Utah, but like. I think Chenla does care about it, so I want him to know that we see you and we care, wow. and we noticed, we noticed wow. you. Okay.
0: You know who I noticed, Do Young. Yes, and I'm so sad that <clears throat> I ever overlooked him.
2: I love Do Young. I love him, and I love, I love that he is so um, sensitive. Yeah. And also, this just became like MCT so <laughs> Love Fest. <laughs> also, so irritable.
1: <laughs> hey John, Do Young moments are literally like Tom and Jerry. Like,
2: yes. hey
1: John is the chaotic one, and Do Young is just like, leave me the F alone, but I love you. Like, that is yeah. their relationship. And um, I think going. To Ashley's point also about content, this was going to be my highlight. My actual highlight is that I actually made a list of all of their series, YouTube series that I think were some of the best moments. Um, So and we're not even talking about like shows like not not that. Yeah, they had an Mnet reality show, but like we're not even talking about those. We're talking about like the produced concept Mm -hmm. videos and there are so many. Dream Quarantine Series. That was such a pleasure to see them just like horse around. Um, 127 Late Night. 127 Office. We got a bunch of cooking concept videos. 127 To You. Incredibly heart touching. Um, Chen La writing to Steph Curry. That was like a three series. Um, We can't forget Sun and Moon. Like, this is like. Come on now. Like, what else? What more do you need? But there's more. We had It's Awkward, but it's okay, which yes. went on for like three or four months, which was yes. really good content. <laughs> and then, lastly, my biggest shout out, we got H on Radio. Like, let the boy yes. live his dreams to be a radio show host Ace. because that was just beautiful. But
0: He's just following in the footsteps of his shiny yeah. idols, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, like... He bleeds aqua
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is exactly the content that Ashley is talking about. Like, this is not, like, TV, right? And mm-hmm. it's usually just them, like, sitting there talking to each other. But you learn about them in, like, a different light, like, every time. And it was just enjoyable for me.
0: Oh, my favorite... Is, wait, was 24-hour relay video this year? No. No. But you see
1: that's a good one too.
0: I want I want that.
2: I want that again.
1: Well, you got it.
2: You also I like
0: seeing mm, them in like random hours.
2: I really also like the the one where they're learning Chinese. Mm. Or Mandarin oh god, yes.
1: from the from the I Chinese love, boys.
2: Yeah, I love There's that. There's also one.
3: all the J, the JCC stuff.
1: And the JCC
2: stuff too. Oh my too. god, Chris would be so mad
0: if we forgot her son. Yes,
1: the JCC stuff. It's like
0: they have so much NCT content, NCT was Jesus the Christ. group
1: for me t- in 2020, and that's yeah. that's it. I don't know if Ashley has any they, more highlights about they them. That
0: they that she defined
2: wants. my 2020, and I'm so thankful for them.
0: Me too. It was interesting because usually I'm not a multiple album version buyer, but I after I did it for NCT NeoZone, I was like, you know what? Why don't I always <laughs> just buy all the versions? Of
1: the <laughs> Wait, yes, so what yet? is the – Okay, so I'm not – I'm not there yet. And people express their fandomness in different ways. I'm not an album buyer, so like, why do you buy all three types, versions, just for the?
0: Because I photo cards. Because I, I want all mm. of them. I don't like to not have. I get <coughs> FOMO. I get jealous. So I feel like. It, it's just safer to just get all of them so i don't feel like i'm missing out on any type of content and right now i have like so many cds and albums that i'm like that are gathering (sighs) dust but i have to like figure out what to do with them but it's just i'm also a hoarder i think Mm. a low-key hoarder i still have homework from the fifth grade that i haven't let go of so for (sighs) me it's like because i love them i want to one support their Mm, career And get them in the charts. And, rec- and like, buying an album is worth more than streaming. And I was, like, killing myself streaming for the equivalent of buying one album. So, for me, it's, like, what's more valuable to me? My time and sanity or, like, money, which comes and mm. those. That's interesting. Se- second, I love doing unboxing videos mm. now. So, that's another incentive for me to get multiple so that I can, like, film me opening things. Um. But yeah, I have so. Oh, I need to give you guys NCT photo cards and those Please. like big cards I got from my kit because I have so much shit that I don't need. Mm. We'll talk right. about that. Yeah. Well, anyway.
1: are there any last minute thoughts we before we trenderson out?
0: Oh, we don't get. Gabe's I know, highlights. I know.
1: I'm gonna get to Gabe, but those were me oh, and okay. Ashley's, and I wanted to make sure that <laughs> um, no one else had anything else.
2: Closing, closing thoughts on yeah, NCT. Closing
1: thoughts on NCT from home change to my life. Anyone else?
2: <laughs> nct changed my life
1: all right all right
2: i'm thankful gabe
1: we want to hear about your highlights
3: okay <clears throat> so first i just wanted to say that i was not super into nct 127 before this year but then having all of these gracious N citizens <laughs> around me i have <laughs> Seeing my Instagram timeline also get taken over by the likes of Jay Hyun and Haechan wow. and Tail and stuff.
1: Wait, so, so it wasn't Johnny for you? No, that's fine. Johnny's still kind of. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about Johnny. Okay. Um, Shout out, Chris. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Never mind. <laughs> Johnny's great in his own way,
3: um, but the <laughs> highlight for me, I think, is. I know I always go back to this, but it was definitely, oh my girl, well, no that's fine, and that's like fine. that's so predictable and it's so on brand, but I don't care because I love it. I was that your non-stop. like most
0: played song on your Spotify wrapped?
3: I think it mm-hmm. was, yeah nonstop <sighs> and it converted me to a miracle and now i just you know i love is that their the, fan name the girls you yeah, know what miracles. i'm really
1: surprised by though is that they didn't come out with like anything that. after nonstop i really think they should have capitalized in a similar yeah. way i know but they didn't come back as a group i really think that they should have capitalized in the same way that twice and one were doing like they could have come with whatever song because they're riding their popularity wave Right. And they don't wanna I feel like they don't yeah. wanna lose that. So I, I really wish that they did a second comeback that year. Like this year.
0: Oh my I god.
1: Know.
3: I think oh they could god have really done did. they could have done something in like November. Yeah. Like, like right
1: before yeah, right before the nominations come out. Like get your name back in there. Like people loved this song. Like nonstop mm-hmm. oh. is here for the keeping. And like, okay, remember? I already talked about this, maybe, but remember that one
3: NCT One Two Seven video that I sent you guys? Yeah, the where baby they're talking one to children, yes. and the little girl, the little like eight or eleven year old girl. She's like, they ask her, it's like, "What song have you been listening to these days, little girl?" And then she tells like Mark or yeah. whatever, it's like, "Oh, oh my girl, nonstop." And then they're like, and then like, oh, they're like, "Oh, that's a good, s- that's a, that's a good song."
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't remember that video it's the one where
1: they're oh, they're like it. talking to children about like life they're
0: giving them yeah and they're asking the kids are asking questions it's a kind of it's cute they're like also inter sparsing, like real life advice oh, okay uh, yeah. Hey chans like
1: Not literally giving it. her like real life advice to like stay in school and stuff <laughs> it gets really deep um
0: he does get really but deep. no non back to Hey oh, always seriously. i thought we were done
1: Yeah, but not non.
0: Um, Gabe, oh my girl, really defined your year because you even changed your username.
3: (laughs) I did. I went full on, full
1: in, so everything. I like. I don't know. I I support this highlight. I think that I'm really glad that they were finally able to get like a banging, like title track because they deserve it, and I think that Mm -hmm. um, I loved the purple. That's all I have to say. Like, I love that purple concept. Not sure what it was, but I like the stage where they're in purple.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I like Arin on Music Bank with Subin. I love their oh, yeah. I love their little Nuna relationship.
3: <sighs> it's so weird you... to see them. Like, it's so weird to think that Arin is older than Subin because she's like, how old is she? Like 20 or
1: 21? Yeah. But isn't Subin like a child?
2: Yeah. Like a yeah. one
1: year old idol?
2: Yeah. They only had like a year difference between the two.
1: Wow, Arn must have debuted early then. Cause Oh My Girl has been in the game. For yeah, a while. I think she debuted when she was like four fifteen or something. Wow.
2: 14. I mean see yeah.
1: see the fact that we're talking about individual group members' names, like for Oh My Girl means that they really I think they made a lot of strides this year. Like that people Yeah.
0: Hence why they should have kept, kept going. They should have
1: kept going. I um, but I think maybe they'll maybe they'll come back hard hitting like early winter of next year. I don't know.
3: Well, this was the year to do the cute concept because nobody else was doing it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like next year might be tougher. But we'll, well see.
1: Also, like if you think I'm about excited. it, like it wasn't just nonstop. Like, Dolphin was on the charts and sometimes even doing better. I think than nonstop in the long haul. Like Do- Oh yeah. yeah Dolphin yeah. was like covered as if it was a title track.
2: Yeah. And Yua is is doing great too. Like her title track did really well and she had that solo ballad at the Mamas.
3: hmm Wait, mm-hmm. what? She got a solo ballad? Yeah, at the Ma- she's
2: wearing like a like a Cinderella gown and she's singing a ballad. And I remember thinking like damn, I didn't know she could sing that good. Like <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god!
2: Yeah, like huge stage, her in the middle, spotlight for a full ass song.
1: Dang! I thought it was just her and Weekly couldn't get a stage. Why do we <laughs> always <laughs> bring it <God>. back? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, oh uh, my girl is a is a is a is a great choice and uh nonstop. Like I said, I think is going to be covered for like many mm-hmm. many many years um yes all right well this is 2020 you know how they say like spotify this is it i you know this is i guess our roundup for the 2020
0: 2020- oh we should share our wrapped
1: oh sorry thanks
0: no like ne- next time or something I don't know. or we
1: could share it on social media yeah well I, I was thinking that we could share our uh top 10 songs on our ig so we'll do something
0: oh yeah, yeah. You, you did say that okay keep, keep an, an eye, eye out out on
1: that, that and then, then we'll also ask our listeners what their top songs were for uh this crazy year um so thank you all to our listeners for tuning in to this um special almost christmas podcast um, if you don't mind, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we're on Idle Talk Pod at Idle Talk Pod, and uh, we're on various streaming platforms, and we'd love your support there: Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and Pandora. And until next time, we'll be back with another episode next week. We'll talk to you all later. Goodbye.
0: Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.